Got him. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello again. It is Monday, November 28th, 2022, just like it was in the last episode. This is Tidy Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for an emergency episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Trevor Gott signing. <laughs> subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube. Or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description below. The Mariners, yes, have reportedly signed veteran right-handed reliever Trevor Gott to a major league contract per Ken Rosenthal. Uh, And to be honest, this typically wouldn't be a signing we do an emergency show for, but we were around, so we're going to do a quick little reaction here. So, Colby, what's your your first reaction to the Mariners landing uh, Trevor Gott, reportedly? Reportedly. It hasn't been officially announced by the team, we should mention. Yes. Um... Initial reaction is this is amazing content because we can do so much with his last name. <laughs> it's true. Um, <clears throat> true. Yeah, it's it's a podcaster slash, you know, uh, uh, writer's dream, I suppose, to have such an easily uh, <laughs> punnable. easily punnable name. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's the first reaction. Um, you know, decided obviously, like I do every time the mayors acquire somebody, I'm not overly familiar with to, to do some research and. Um, found some interesting things that uh, lead me to believe that uh, this isn't a uh, it's not just a shot in the dark on a guy I think there's some stuff here that uh, might explain why the Mariners took the shot they did and and you know if it doesn't work out I'm going to assume God is only going to make you know a million bucks a million five something like that well we don't have exact sure. details yet but have to assume it's a one-year deal, and I would assume that it's going to be two million bucks or less. So uh, it's it's really not that huge of a deal if it doesn't work out. You just DFA him and move on. But uh, obviously, you know when the Mariners acquire a pitcher, uh, you have to take notice because they've been really good in this avenue, particularly a reliever. So mm-hmm. let's uh, before we get down into the nitty gritty, let's just kind of give a little bit of a background here on Gott. So he's thirty years old. Uh, made his major league debut for the Angels uh, back in 2015. Uh, he's since bounced around to the Nationals, then the Giants, and eventually the Brewers. The Brewers just recently non-tendered him at the uh, non-tender deadline. Uh, he uh, threw 45 and two-thirds innings for the Brewers uh, this past season. Uh, 8.67 Ks per nine, 2.36 walks per nine, 4.14 ERA, 2.94 XERA, 4.45 FIP, and a 4, or sorry, a 3.83 XFIP. Uh, and the thing that uh, should really be noted here, and I'm sure you, you've found this in your little bit of research as well, uh, is that so Gott had a really uh, weird 2020 season. Uh, ended up sticking with the Giants in 2021, but did not make the major league roster at all. He didn't get hurt as far as I can tell. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but as far as I can tell, he did not get hurt. He was just in the minors the entire year. Ended up signing with the uh, Brewers, made their major league roster, and stuck there. And when he came back in 2022 with the Brewers, he started throwing his cutter a lot more. Uh, And his cutter was arguably, well, I mean, it was his most used pitch, and it was arguably his best pitch. 
Uh, opponents were hitting 169 off of it with a 197 expected batting average. Uh, they were slugging 356, but the expected slug on that as well was a uh, was just 317. Uh, and he was generating almost 30% whiffs with that pitch. And we've talked about it, Colby, the meme with the Mariners. Pitchers who throw cutters, relievers who throw cutters. We talked about Matt Brash is now suddenly learning a cutter. So clearly the Mariners, as they always do, have seen something here that suggests there's been a change. And I, I assume that they're just looking to maybe improve upon that even more so with that cutter, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you trust Pete Woodworth. Uh, you, you trust the, the analytics department here. Um, they clearly see something in the shape of the pitch that they like. Um, it's worth noting that Although he only threw it ten percent of the time, uh, the curveball was actually a a pretty good pitch for him as well. Uh, he generated thirty percent whiffs on the curveball, and opponents at one forty or one fifty four against it. Uh, in fact, they they also slugged one fifty four. Uh, so again, he only threw it seventy nine times. He was a he was a cutter, uh, four seam sinker guy. The sinker was the pitch that was the big issue for him. It was not good um, whatsoever. And typically, what the Mariners do in that case is they just have the guy shelve the pitch that doesn't work. Um, but when you look at what Trevor got did last year, um, you know, it, it, it's not like eye popping, like you mentioned the four, one, four ERA, but he did have a two, nine, four X ERA, um, which is, which is pretty interesting. Um, also a 23.7%, uh, uh, K rate, uh, major league average is about 22%. So a little bit above average there. Uh, perhaps the biggest difference, uh, forgot is that he seemed to find some semblance of, of control. Uh, general ability to throw strikes because uh, his his walk percentage last year was 6.5 percent uh, major league average is 8.4 so he he threw enough strikes last year uh, with the cutter uh, that it wasn't uh, a super big issue um, we'll see what the mariners like about him uh, interestingly enough uh, got in 2022 good uh, against righties not good against lefties uh, so he's, he's not a, a you know a a lefty specialist or by any stretch right-handed pitching in 2022 got uh, posted a, a 9.64 K per nine and just a 1.29 base on ball per nine. Uh, you know, righties, uh, you know, really struggled to square up the ball against him. It just 0.96 home runs per nine, 27% K rate, just a 3.6% rate. So it's entirely possible. What the Mariners think they have found is maybe a way to get lefties out um, or they plan on using him uh in kind of a similar way that they use Penn Murphy where if there's two righties and a lefty uh they're okay going to got knowing that they they have a good chance to get out the two righties uh so yeah I, I think got's a middle guy I, I don't think this is a high leverage arm but again when the Mariners sign somebody and when they I don't want to say to a surprising major league deal but you know I, I bet there were a lot of teams out there that thought got could be had for a, a minor league deal but when the Mariners do this we have to take notice because they're very good at it. Yeah, I want to talk more about that in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device learn more bet online is where the game starts you're listening to an emergency episode of the lockdown mariners podcast thank you so much for making us your first listen 
So Colby, you just said it that, you know, whenever the Mariners make an addition like this, especially a major league signing, and I think that's probably the the biggest piece of news here with this signing, the reported signing that is, that it is a major league contract. Um, so expand on that a little bit more. Why should we all pay attention to deals like this when they are made by the Jerry DePoto and Justin Hollander regime? Uh, it's a long track record of success. Uh, Jerry has been uh, consistently good at building bullpens. This goes back to his days in Anaheim. Uh, he's got an eye for bullpen talent. Of course, Jerry, you know, was a, a major league reliever. So maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But he trusts himself and he trusts his team in the front office to identify arms that they think uh, can really uh, they can help essentially, right? And they did it with Paul Seawald. Uh, they did it with um, Austin Adams. They've done it with mm-hmm. Connor Sadzik. I mean, pick a guy. And, and Jerry DePoto is the one that pulled the trigger on Edwin Diaz converting to the bullpen. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, you know, he he traded for Andres Munoz and gave him an extension before you know Andres mm-hmm. Munoz was Andres Munoz. Uh, yep. Found Matt Brash and he got Matt Brash because he signed Taylor Williams. So right, uh, yep. you know, Jerry's very good at this, and and the Mariners front office is very good at this. Uh, developing uh finding talent and and developing it it feels weird to say you develop a 30 year old um but when it comes to relief arms the mariners have done just that typically they do it by shelving a pitch or asking a pitcher to to change where he throws his pitches or or you know having them focus on what their best pitch is what they do better than what they don't uh it's very pete carroll like where we don't focus on the negative we try and find what the guy does well and we tell him to do that and again, when you look at what they got out of Drew Steckenrider for a year, what they got out of Paul Sewald for a couple of years now, um, and you really just pick a name. Uh, honestly, the, the the more hype the reliever is, typically the worse he, he is for the Mariners. Like Juan Nicasio. Yeah, so um, it's just one of those things. Also, by the way, Kendall Graveman, uh, another guy that they, they threw in the bullpen. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, when the Mariners do this, you have to pay attention because their track record is too long to ignore it. Um, you know, Every year they seemingly find these got Penn Murphy. Like we just go Eric Swanson. Like we just go mm-hmm. on and on. But the Mariners find these guys, they develop them, they typically get the most out of them. And if they don't, they're not going to wait around to pull the trigger, right? They, if, if they don't think it's going to work, they'll just move on. Jerry and Justin, in particular Jerry, since he has a longer track record, are very good at building yeah. bullpens and they're very good at identifying players that they think their player development system can help. Mm-hmm. So because of that, when they sign any pitcher to a major league deal, even somebody who, you know, on the surface, the numbers of, my, of, of Trevor Gott look mediocre, right? You have to pay attention and you have to ask why, because they're not just randomly, you know, firing into the darkness of the night. There is something about sure. Trevor Gott they like. We've talked about a few reasons. The cutter, kind of the first year he started to use it. Um, it's also worth noting that his fastball velocity was way down this year, so maybe they think it can go back up. Um, but that also mm-hmm. might just be because he was throwing the cutter more than the four-seamer. Um, yeah. Fun note real fast about uh, Trevor Gott. Uh, this is the second time Jerry DePoto has acquired him. So yeah, uh, Jerry is, is a fan. He believes in something there. Um, he came over in the Houston street deal that uh, Jerry DePoto made. I believe... No, that was that was a Zachary deal. Never mind. Uh, but he did come over in the Houston Street deal. Uh, another reliever that, that Jerry went out and got and worked out very well for the Angels. So uh, Jerry's good at this, just straight up. Yep. Um, 
So Gott's best season was 2019. Uh, he threw 52 and two thirds innings for the Giants. Sorry, did I say 2015? 2019. I'm confused. You now, said 2019. Okay, I said 2019. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 52 and two thirds innings pitch. Uh, nine seven four Ks per nine, two nine one walks per nine, uh, four 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 ERA, three nine four xERA, uh, three twelve FIP. That's the the big number there. That was a uh, career best for him, and um, yeah, so he was worth one F four uh, flat that season. So that's the best that he's been, which is not like amazing, right? Like you said though, at the end of the day, he's probably going to be a middle guy. And if the Mariners hit on him, and, and it seems like, the, you know, there's obviously a, a pretty different profile from 2019 now with the cutter being a more prominent pinch of his. But uh, if, they, if they've seen something here that works, then, I mean, you kind of just have to trust it because they've built enough of that, that reputation and they've built enough cred here now at this point that, you know, you should trust them on, on this to, to build these guys up and, and move forward with them. So, uh, we'll see, you know, what, what got can become if anything. And, you know, you mentioned it earlier too, that if God's just whatever, right. If he busts, like, it's probably only going to be a million bucks, maybe a million five really for a guy that was just recently non-tendered and was, I'm going to assume was probably getting most of his attention on minor league contracts rather than major league contracts. So, you know, we'll see what it is and we'll see if the Mariners are right. Most of the time they are. So, um, we'll, uh, talk more about what they could do next in the bullpen. Uh, if anything, in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you thought about securing your home with home security, but I'm putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Lockdown Mariners listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Here's why I love Simply Safe. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is home whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Twenty four seven professional monitoring service costs less than one dollar per day. That's less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm. Unlock for a guest. Access your cameras or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to say big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So um do you think this is it in terms of what the Mariners do in the bullpen? Like in terms of like the kind of reliever they add or do you think there's still a possibility that you could add someone better than trevor got to this unit uh, i think they are absolutely going to add um more than trevor got um you know he's uh, he's a middle guy we talked about that. even at his best he's a middle guy um i think the mariners looked at trevor got and and here's your comparison for you uh, I think his role is going to be similar to that of Nick Vincent from a few years ago. Um, you know, just kind of, you know, pitch the sixth, the seventh, if you absolutely need him to pitch the ninth and, and it's the bottom of the order and you're up by three and you don't want to use Munoz or Brash or whatever, fine, whatever, he can do it. 
Um, he's just a guy who's going to fill in in a couple of roles. I mean, that that's really all he is. Uh, he can't be the only guy you add. You still need the the two, like, I would say, high-ish leverage guys. You have to replace Eric Swanson still. God is not that guy mm-hmm. unless the Mariners, you know, think they have something that that nobody else has been able to get out of him. So, yeah, uh, they're gonna they're gonna add to the bullpen. I, I think this is a, <clears throat> I think this is a, just a raise the the floor type of move here in the bullpen. It adds a little bit. Um, you know, we still don't know. You know, I mean, it's a little bit of insurance of, of Diego Castillo too. So, uh, I think they're absolutely going to add. I, I really don't uh, foresee this as as being one of. I think this is a move that like we forget about in a few months because they've added three more significant players to their 26 man roster. And we're like, Oh yeah, they also got Trevor God a few, a few months ago. So mm-hmm. um, no, they're, they're going to add more there. There's no question about it. Um, again, they may not be names, right? They may just be right. guys that we vaguely heard of like Trevor got, uh, but they're going to add more arms to this bullpen. Um, and like I said, whether we've heard of them or not, or whether we know that they're high leverage guys or not, uh, again, you have to trust the process, particularly in the bullpen. If you're not going to trust Jerry anywhere but one spot, trust him in the bullpen that he knows what he's doing out there. Um, they're going to they're going to add more. I think they're going to add at least one more guy to to actually replace the role of Eric Swanson. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I think two more relievers is, is something they're going to look at. And again, they might not be traditional relievers. Maybe it's they go get an Eric Swanson replacement, and then they go sign Drew Smiley, and yeah. he's just kind of first year bullpen guy who pitches really well so we'll see what they do but they're gonna add more yeah and like we talked about right like you know or on the other show that we did today for our mailbag they have guys in the minor leagues coming up as well that we think could be legitimate pieces of this bullpen moving forward like an isaiah campbell like a bryce miller potentially like a prolander barella so there's also options that are coming up there as well so you know, I, I think the Mariners are in a pretty good spot, even with the loss of Eric Swanson, to build this bullpen back up. And, you know, again, they've earned the benefit of the doubt at this point. And so maybe, you know, someone like Trevor Gott actually, you know, maybe he is the Eric Swanson replacement. Maybe they do actually, maybe they have actually found something in Trevor Gott. So, you know, who knows? Um, and again, it's just whenever they make a move like this, doesn't matter what the name is, you got to pay attention to it. You just have to. So... You know, when this came across, when I saw this on our uh, on my timeline like 20 or so minutes ago, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So clearly, like, they found something there, right? And that's what the reaction should be. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. We'll get to see him in spring training, all that, uh, and uh, see see where he's at and see what that cutter looks like and see what else they uh, might be experimenting with with him. Uh, so tomorrow we're going to be talking about the uh, the Brandon Lau rumors. We're going to be talking about the report today from John Morosi that the Mariners are in on Michael Conforto. Uh, and we're also going to talk about this report from Ryan Divish uh, that said the Mariners nearly completed a three-team deal with the Yankees and Phillies that would have sent Marco Gonzalez to the Phillies and Joey Gallo to the Mariners. So we'll talk a little bit about that and if that means that the Mariners could be interested in Gallo this offseason. But uh, there was some other news that came out today as well. Uh, Jose Abreu uh, signed a three-year $60 million deal with the Astros. Anything you, uh, any thoughts on that deal at all? No, you know, it's an arms race in the AL West. The Mariners have to keep getting better. The Astros are going to keep getting better. So, um, you know, this you have to you have to make up the ground. So, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Houston got better. Seattle clearly uh, went out and got Trevor Gott to get uh, Jose Abreu out. And when you <laughs> look at the, the splits, response it sounds move. like yeah, it sounds like they pretty much nailed it because Trevor Gott is very good against righties. So there you go. There you go. The response move. Chills. Mm-hmm. Jerry did it again. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us then. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on an emergency episode of Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast featuring the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast just like us and with that have yourself a beautiful baseball day we'll see you tomorrow peace